the gospel of matthew chapters 23 through 28 from the 20th century new testament this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org recording by j a carter www.authenticlight.org the 20th century new testament by a company of about twenty scholars. The Gospel of Matthew, chapters 23 through 28. Chapter 23 Then Jesus, speaking to the crowds and to his disciples, said, The teachers of the law and the Pharisees now occupy the chair of Moses. Therefore practice and lay to heart everything that they tell you, but do not follow their example, for they preach but do not practice while they make up heavy loads and pile them on other men's shoulders they decline themselves to lift a finger to move them all their actions are done to attract attention they widen their phylacteries and increase the size of their tassels and like to have the place of honour at dinner and the best seats in the synagogues and to be greeted in the markets with respect and to be called rabbi by everybody but do not you allow yourselves to be called rabbi for you have only one teacher and you yourselves are all brothers. And do not call any one on the earth your father, for you have only one father, the heavenly father. Nor must you allow yourselves to be called leaders, for you have only one leader, the Christ. The man who would be the greatest among you must be your servant. Whoever shall exalt himself will be humbled, and whoever shall humble himself will be exalted. But alas for you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, hypocrites that you are. You turn the key of the kingdom of heaven in men's faces, for you do not go in yourselves, nor yet allow those who try to go in to do so. Alas for you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, hypocrites that you are. You scour land and sea to make a single convert, and when he is gained you make him twice as deserving of the pit as you are yourselves. Alas for you, blind guides, you say, if anyone swears by the temple, his oath counts for nothing. But if anyone swears by the gold of the temple, his oath is binding on him. Fools that you are, and blind! Which is the more important, the gold or the temple which has given sacredness to the gold? You say, too, if anyone swears by the altar, his oath counts for nothing. But if anyone swears by the offering placed on it, his oath is binding on him. Blind indeed! Which is the more important? the offering or the altar which gives sacredness to the offering. Therefore a man swearing by the altar swears by it and by all that is on it, and a man swearing by the temple swears by it and by him who dwells in it, while a man swearing by heaven swears by the throne of God and by him who sits upon it. Alas for you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, hypocrites that you are! You pay tithes on mint, fennel, and caraway seed, and have neglected the weightier matters of the law, justice, mercy, and good faith. These last you ought to have put into practice without neglecting the first. You blind guides to strain out a gnat and to swallow a camel. Alas for you teachers of the law and Pharisees, hypocrites that you are! You clean the outside of the cup and of the dish, but inside they are filled with the results of greed and self-indulgence. You blind Pharisee! First clean the inside of the cup and the dish so that the outside may become clean as well. Alas for you teachers of the law and Pharisees, hypocrites that you are! 
you are like whitewashed tombs which indeed look fair outside while inside they are filled with dead men's bones and all kind of filth it is the same with you outwardly and to others you have the look of religious men but inwardly you are full of hypocrisy and sin alas for you teachers of the law and pharisees hypocrites that you are you build the tombs of the prophets and decorate the monuments of religious men and say had we been living in the days of our ancestors we should have taken no part in their murder of the prophets by doing this you are furnishing evidence against yourselves that you are the true children of the men who murdered the prophets fill up the measure of your ancestors guilt you serpents and brood of vipers how can you escape being sentenced to the pit that is why i send you prophets wise men and teachers of the law some of whom you will crucify and kill and some of whom you will scourge in your synagogues and persecute from town to town in order that upon your heads may fall every drop of innocent blood spilt on earth from the blood of innocent abel down to that of zechariah barachiah's son whom you murdered between the temple and the altar all this i tell you will come home to the present generation jerusalem jerusalem she who slays the prophets and stones the messengers sent to her oh how often i have wished to gather your children round me as a hen gathers her brood under her wings and you would not come verily your house is left to you desolate for never more i tell you shall you see me until you say blessed is he who comes in the name of the lord chapter twenty four leaving the temple courts jesus was walking away when his disciples came up to draw his attention to the temple buildings do you see all these things was his answer i tell you not a single stone will be left here upon another which will not be thrown down so while jesus was sitting on the mount of olives his disciples came up to him privately and said tell us when will this be and what will be the sign of your coming and of the close of the age jesus replied to them as follows see that no one leads you astray for many will take my name and come saying i am the christ and will lead many astray and you will hear of wars and rumors of wars take care not to be alarmed for such things must occur but the end is not yet here for nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom and there will be famines and earthquakes in various places all this however will be but the beginning of the birth pangs when that time comes they will give you up to persecution and will put you to death and you will be hated by all nations on account of my name and then many will fall away and will betray one another and hate one another many false prophets also will appear and lead many astray and owing to the increase of wickedness the love of most will grow cold yet the man that endures to the end shall be saved and this good news of the kingdom shall be proclaimed throughout the world as a witness to all nations and then will come the end as soon then as you see the foul desecration mentioned by the prophet daniel standing in the holy place the reader must consider what this means then those who are in judea must take refuge in the mountains and a man on the housetop must not go down to get the things that are in his house nor must one who is on his farm turn back to get his cloak alas for the women that are with child and for those that are nursing infants in those days pray too that your flight may not take place in winter nor on a sabbath for that will be a time of great distress the like of which has not occurred from the beginning of the world down to the present time 
no, nor ever will again. And had not those days been limited, not a single soul would escape. But for the sake of God's people, a limit will be put to them. And at that time, if anyone should say to you, Look, here is the Christ, or here he is, do not believe it. For false Christs and false prophets will arise, and will display great signs and marvels, so that were it possible even God's people would be led astray. Remember, I have told you beforehand. Therefore, if people say to you, He is in the wilderness, do not go out there, or He is in an inner room, do not believe it. For just as lightning will start from the east and flash across to the west, so will it be with the coming of the Son of Man. Wherever a dead body lies, there will the vultures flock. Immediately after the distress of those days, the sun will be darkened, the moon will not give her light, the stars will fall from the heavens, and the forces of the heavens will be convulsed. Then will appear the sign of the Son of Man in the heavens, and all the peoples of the earth will mourn when they see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of the heavens with power and great glory. And he will send his angels with a great trumpet, and they will gather his people round him from the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. Learn the lesson taught by the fig tree. As soon as its branches are full of sap and it is bursting into leaf, you know that summer is near. And so may you, as soon as you see all these things, know that he is at your doors. I tell you, even the present generation will not pass away till all these things have taken place. The heavens and the earth will pass away, but my words shall never pass away. But about that day and hour no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, nor yet the Son, but only the Father himself. For just as in the days of Noah, so will it be at the coming of the Son of Man. In those days before the flood, they went on eating and drinking, marrying and being married, up to the very day on which Noah entered the ark, taking no notice till the flood came and swept them one and all away. And so will it be at the coming of the Son of Man. At that time, of two men on a farm, one will be taken and one left. Of two women grinding with the handmill, one will be taken and one left. Therefore, watch, for you cannot be sure on what day your master is coming. But this you do know, that had the owner of the house known at what time of night the thief was coming, he would have been on the watch, and would not have allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore do you also prepare, since it is just when you are least expecting him that the Son of Man will come. Who then is that trustworthy, careful servant, who has been placed by his master over his household to give them their food at the proper time? Happy will that servant be whom his master, when he comes home, shall find doing this. I tell you that his master will put him in charge of the whole of his property. But should he be a bad servant, and say to himself, My master is a long time coming, and begin to beat his fellow-servants, and to eat and drink with drunkards, that servant's master will come on a day when he does not expect him, and in an hour of which he is unaware, and will flog him severely, and assign him his place among the hypocrites, where there will be weeping and grinding of teeth. Chapter 25 Then the kingdom of heaven will be like ten bridesmaids, who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish, and five were prudent. The foolish ones took their lamps, but took no oil with them 
while the prudent ones, besides taking their lamps, took oil in their jars. As the bridegroom was late in coming, they all became drowsy and slept. But at midnight a shout was raised, The bridegroom is coming! Come out to meet him! Then all the bridesmaids awoke and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish one said to the prudent, Give us some of your oil, our lamps are going out. But the prudent ones answered, No, for fear that there will not be enough for you and for us. Go instead to those who sell it and buy for yourselves. But while they were on their way to buy it, the bridegroom came, and the bridesmaids who were ready went in with him to the banquet, and the door was shut. Afterwards the other bridesmaids came. Sir, sir, they said, open the door to us. But the bridegroom answered, I tell you, I do not know you. Therefore watch, since you know neither the day nor the hour. For it is as though a man, going on his travels, called his servants, and gave his property into their charge. He gave three thousand pounds to one, twelve hundred to another, and six hundred to a third, in proportion to the ability of each. Then he set out on his travels. The man who had received the three thousand pounds went at once and traded with it, and made another three thousand. So too the man who had received the twelve hundred pounds made another twelve hundred. But the man who had received the six hundred went and dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. After a long time the master of those servants returned and settled accounts with them. The man who had received the three thousand pounds came up and brought three thousand more. Sir, he said, you entrusted me with three thousand pounds? Look, I have made another three thousand. Well done, good trustworthy servant, said his master. You have been trustworthy with a small sum. Now I will place a large one in your hands. Come and share your master's joy. Then the one who had received the twelve hundred pounds came up and said, Sir, you entrusted me with twelve hundred pounds. Look, I have made another twelve hundred. Well done, good trustworthy servant, said his master. You have been trustworthy with a small sum. Now I will place a large one in your hands. Come and share your master's joy. The man who had received the six hundred pounds came up too, and said, Sir, I knew that you were a hard man. You reap where you have not sown, and gather up where you have not winnowed. And in my fear I went and hid your money in the ground. Look, here is what belongs to you. You lazy, worthless servant, was his master's reply. You knew that I reap where I have not sown, and gather up where I have not winnowed? Then you ought to have placed my money in the hands of bankers, and I on my return should have received my money with interest. Therefore, he continued, take away from him the six hundred pounds, and give it to the one who has the six thousand. For to him who has, more will be given, and he shall have abundance. But as for him who has nothing, even what he has will be taken away from him. As for the useless servant, put him out into the darkness, outside, where there will be weeping and grinding of teeth. When the Son of Man has come in his glory, and all the angels with him, then he will take his seat on his throne of glory, and all the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate the people, just as a shepherd separates sheep from goats, placing the sheep on his right hand and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my Father, enter upon possession of the kingdom prepared for you since the beginning of the world. For when I was hungry, you gave me food. When I was thirsty, you gave me drink. When I was a stranger, you took me into your homes. 
When I was naked, you clothed me. When I fell ill, you visited me. And when I was in prison, you came to me. Then the righteous will answer, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and take you to our homes, or naked and clothe you? When did we see you ill or in prison and come to you? And the king will reply, I tell you, as often as you did it to one of these my brothers, however lowly, you did it to me. Then he will say to those on his left, Go from my presence, accursed, into the Aeonian fire, which has been prepared for the devil and his angels. For when I was hungry, you gave me no food. When I was thirsty, you gave me no drink. When I was a stranger, you did not take me into your homes. When I was naked, you did not clothe me. And when I was ill and in prison, you did not visit me. Then they, in their turn, will answer, Lord, when did we see you hungry, or thirsty, or a stranger, or naked, or ill, or in prison, and did not supply your wants? And then he will reply, I tell you, as often as you fail to do it to one of these, however lowly, you fail to do it to me. And these last will go away into Eonian punishment, but the righteous into Eonian life. Chapter 26 when Jesus had finished all this teaching, he said to his disciples, You know that in two days' time the festival of the Passover will be here, and that the Son of Man is to be given up to be crucified. Then the chief priests and the counselors of the nation met in the house of the high priest, who was called Caiaphas, and plotted together to arrest Jesus by stealth and put him to death. But they said, Not during the festival, for fear of causing a riot. After Jesus had reached Bethany, and while he was in the house of Simon the leper, a woman came up to him with an alabaster jar of very costly perfume, and poured the perfume upon his head as he was at table. The disciples were indignant at seeing this. What is this waste for? they exclaimed. It could have been sold for a large sum and the money given to poor people. Why are you troubling the woman? Jesus said, when he noticed it. For this is a beautiful deed that she has done to me. You always have the poor with you, but you will not always have me. In pouring this perfume on my body, she has done it for my burying. I tell you, wherever in the whole world this good news is proclaimed, what this woman has done will be told in memory of her. It was then that one of the twelve, named Judas Iscariot, made his way to the chief priests and said, What are you willing to give me if I betray Jesus to you? The priests weighed him out, thirty pieces of silver as payment. From that time Judas looked for an opportunity to betray Jesus. On the first day of the festival of the unleavened bread, the disciples came up to Jesus and said, Where do you wish us to make preparations for you to eat the Passover? Go into the city to a certain man, he answered, and say to him, The teacher says, My time is near. I will keep the Passover with my disciples at your house. The disciples did as Jesus directed them, and prepared the Passover. In the evening Jesus took his place with the twelve disciples, and while they were eating he said, I tell you that one of you will betray me. In great grief they began to say to him, one by one, Can it be I, Master? The one who dipped his bread beside me in the dish, replied Jesus, is the one who will betray me. True, the Son of Man must go, as Scripture says of him, 
yet alas for that man by whom the son of man is being betrayed for that man it would be better never to have been born and judas who was betraying him turned to him and said can it be i rabbi it is answered jesus while they were eating jesus took some bread and after saying the blessing broke it and as he gave it to his disciples said take it and eat it this is my body then he took a cup and after saying the thanksgiving gave it to them with the words drink from it all of you for this is my covenant blood which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins and i tell you that i shall never after this drink of this juice of the grape until that day when i shall drink it new with you in the kingdom of my father they then sang a hymn and went out to the mount of olives then jesus said to them even you will all fall away from me tonight scripture says i will strike down the shepherd and the sheep of the flock will be scattered but after i have risen i shall go before you into galilee if everyone else falls away from you peter answered i shall never fall away i tell you replied jesus that this very night before the cock crows you will disown me three times even if i must die with you peter exclaimed i shall never disown you all the disciples spoke in the same way then jesus came with them to a garden called gethsemane and he said to his disciples sit down here while i go and pray yonder taking with him peter and the two sons of zebediah he began to show signs of sadness and deep distress of mind i am sad at heart he said sad even to death wait here and watch with me going on a little further he threw himself on his face in prayer my father he said if it is possible let me be spared this cup only not as i will but as thou willest then he came to his disciples and found them asleep what he said to peter could none of you watch with me for one hour watch and pray that you may not fall into temptation true the spirit is eager but human nature is weak again a second time he went away and prayed my father he said if i cannot be spared this cup but must drink it thy will be done and coming back again he found them asleep for their eyes were heavy so he left them and went away again and prayed a third time again saying the same words then he came to the disciples and said sleep on now and rest yourselves hark my time is close at hand and the son of man is being betrayed into the hands of wicked men up and let us be going look my betrayer is close at hand and while he was still speaking judas who was one of the twelve came in sight and with him was a great crowd of people with swords and clubs sent from the chief priests and counsellors of the nation now the betrayer had arranged a signal with them the man whom i kiss he had said will be the one arrest him so he went up to jesus at once and exclaimed welcome rabbi and kissed him on which jesus said to him friend do what you have come for thereupon the men went up seized jesus and arrested him suddenly one of those who were with jesus stretched out his hand and drew his sword and striking the high priest's servant cut off his ear sheathe your sword jesus said for all who draw the sword will be put to the sword 
Do you think that I cannot ask my father for help, when he would at once send to my aid more than twelve legions of angels? But in that case how would the scriptures be fulfilled, which say that this must be? Jesus at the same time said to the crowds, Have you come out as if after a robber, with swords and clubs to take me? I have sat teaching day after day in the temple courts, and yet you did not arrest me. The whole of this occurred in fulfillment of the prophetic scriptures. Then the disciples all forsook him and fled. Those who had arrested Jesus took him to Caiaphas, the high priest, where the teachers of the law and the counselors had assembled. Peter followed him at a distance as far as the courtyard of the high priest, and went in and sat down among the police officers to see the end. Meanwhile, the chief priests and the whole of the high council were trying to get such false evidence against Jesus as would warrant putting him to death, but they did not find any, although many came forward with false evidence. Later on, however, two men came forward and said, This man said, I am able to destroy the temple of God and to build it in three days. Then the high priest stood up and said to Jesus, Have you no answer? What is this evidence which these men are giving against you? But Jesus remained silent. On this the high priest said to him, I adjure you by the living God to tell us whether you are the Christ, the Son of God. It is true, Jesus answered. Moreover, I tell you all, that hereafter you shall see the Son of Man sitting on the right hand of the Almighty, and coming on the clouds of the heavens. Then the high priest tore his robes. This is blasphemy, he exclaimed. Why do we want any more witnesses? You have just heard his blasphemy. What is your decision? They answered, He deserves death. Then they spat in his face and struck him while others dealt blows at him, saying as they did so, Now play the prophet for us, you Christ. Who was it that struck you? Peter, meanwhile, was sitting outside in the courtyard, and a maidservant came up to him and exclaimed, Why, you were with Jesus the Galilean. But Peter denied it before them all. I do not know what you mean, he replied. When he had gone out into the gateway, another maid saw him, and said to those who were there, This man was with Jesus of Nazareth. Again he denied it with an oath. I do not know the man. But soon afterwards those who were standing by came up and said to Peter, You also are certainly one of them. Why, your very way of speaking proves it. Then Peter began to swear with the most solemn imprecations, I do not know the man. At that moment a cock crowed, and Peter remembered the words which Jesus had said. Before a cock has crowed, you will disown me three times. And he went outside and wept bitterly. Chapter 27 At daybreak, all the chief priests and the counselors of the nation consulted together against Jesus to bring about his death. They put him in chains and led him away and gave him up to the Roman governor, Pilate. Then Judas, who betrayed him, seeing that Jesus was condemned, repented of what he had done and returned the thirty pieces of silver to the chief priests and counselors. I did wrong in betraying a good man to his death, he said. What has that to do with us, they replied. You must see to that yourself. Judas flung down the pieces of silver in the temple and left, and went away and hanged himself. The chief priests took the pieces of silver, but they said, We must not put them into the temple treasury, because they are blood money. 
So, after consultation, they bought with them the potter's field for a burial ground for foreigners, and that is why that field is called the field of blood to this very day. Then it was that these words spoken by the prophet Jeremiah were fulfilled. They took the thirty pieces of silver, the price of him who was valued, whom some of the people of Israel valued, and gave them for the potter's field, as the Lord commanded me. Meanwhile, Jesus was brought before the Roman governor. Are you the king of the Jews? asked the governor. It is true, answered Jesus. While charges were being brought against him by the chief priests and counsellors, Jesus made no reply. Then Pilate said to him, Do not you hear how many accusations they are making against you? Yet Jesus made no reply, not even a single word, at which the governor was greatly astonished. Now at the feast the governor was accustomed to grant the people the release of any one prisoner whom they might choose. At that time they had a notorious prisoner called Barabbas. So when the people had collected, Pilate said to them, Which do you wish me to release for you, Barabbas or Jesus, who is called Christ? For he knew that it was out of jealousy that they had given Jesus up to him. While he was still on the bench, his wife sent this message to him, Do not have anything to do with that good man, for I have been very unhappy today in a dream on account of him. But the chief priests and the counsellors persuaded the crowds to ask for Barabbas, and to kill Jesus. The governor, however, said to them, Which of these two do you wish me to release to you? Barabbas, they answered. What then, Pilate asked, shall I do with Jesus, who is called Christ? Let him be crucified, they all replied. Why, what harm has he done, he asked. But they kept shouting furiously, Let him be crucified. When Pilate saw that his efforts were unavailing, but that on the contrary a riot was beginning, he took some water and washed his hands in the sight of the crowd, saying as he did so, I am not answerable for this bloodshed. You must see to it yourselves. And all the people answered, His blood be on our heads and on our children's. Then Pilate released Barabbas to them, but Jesus he scourged and gave him up to be crucified. After that, the governor's soldiers took Jesus with them into the government house and gathered the whole garrison round him. They stripped him and put on him a red military cloak, and having twisted some thorns into a crown, put it on his head and a rod in his right hand, and then going down on their knees before him, they mocked him. Long life to you, king of the Jews, they said. They spat at him, and taking the rod, kept striking him on the head. And when they had left off mocking him, they took off the military cloak and put his own clothes on him and led him away to be crucified. As they were on their way out, they came upon a man from Cyrene of the name of Simon, and they compelled him to go with them to carry the cross. On reaching a place called Golgotha, a place named from its likeness to a skull, they gave him some wine to drink which had been mixed with gall, but after tasting it, Jesus refused to drink it. When they had crucified him, they divided his clothes among them by casting lots. Then they sat down and kept watch over him there. Above his head they fixed the accusation against him, written out, This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. At the same time, two robbers were crucified with him, one on the right, the other on the left. 
the passers-by railed at him shaking their heads as they said you who destroy the temple and build one in three days save yourself if you are god's son come down from the cross in the same way the chief priests with the teachers of the law and counsellors said in mockery he saved others but he cannot save himself he is the king of israel let him come down from the cross now and we will believe in him he has trusted in god if god wants him let him deliver him now for he said i am god's son even the robbers who were crucified with him reviled him in the same way after midday a darkness came over all the country lasting till three in the afternoon and about three jesus called out loudly eloi eloi lemma sabachthani that is to say O oh my god my god why hast thou forsaken me some of those standing by heard this and said the man is calling for elijah one of them immediately ran and took a sponge and filling it with common wine put it on the end of a rod and offered it to him to drink but the rest said wait and let us see if elijah is coming to save him however another man took a spear and pierced his side and water and blood flowed from it but jesus uttering another loud cry gave up his spirit suddenly the temple curtain was torn in two from top to bottom the earth shook the rocks were torn asunder the tombs opened and the bodies of many of god's people who had fallen asleep rose and they leaving their tombs went after the resurrection of jesus into the holy city and appeared to many people the roman captain and the men with him who were watching jesus on seeing the earthquake and all that was happening became greatly frightened and exclaimed this must indeed have been god's son there were many women there watching from a distance who had accompanied jesus from galilee and had been attending on him among them were mary of magdala mary the mother of james and joseph and the mother of zebediah's sons when evening had fallen there came a rich man belonging to rama named joseph who had himself become a disciple of jesus he went to see pilate and asked for the body of jesus upon which pilate ordered it to be given him so joseph took the body and wrapped it in a clean linen sheet and laid it in his newly made tomb which he had cut in the rock and before he left he rolled a great stone against the entrance of the tomb mary of magdala and the other mary remained behind sitting in front of the grave the next day that is the day following the preparation day the chief priests and pharisees came in a body to pilate and said sir we remember that during his lifetime that impostor said i shall rise after three days so order the tomb to be made secure till the third day otherwise his disciples may come and steal him and then say to the people he has risen from the dead when the latest imposture will be worse than the first you may have a guard was pilate's reply go and make the tomb as secure as you can so they went and made the tomb secure by sealing the stone in presence of the guard chapter twenty eight after the sabbath as the first day of the week began to dawn mary of magdala and the other mary had gone to look at the grave when suddenly a great earthquake occurred for an angel of the lord descended from heaven and came and rolled away the stone and seated himself upon it his appearance was as dazzling as lightning and his clothing was as white as snow 
and in their terror of him the men on guard trembled violently and became like dead men but the angel addressing the women said you need not be afraid i know that it is jesus who was crucified for whom you are looking he is not here for he has risen as he said he would come and see the place where he was lying and then go quickly and say to his disciples he has risen from the dead and is going before you into galilee there you will see him remember i have told you on this they left the tomb quickly in awe and great joy and ran to tell the news to the disciples suddenly jesus met them welcome he said the women went up to him and clasped his feet bowing to the ground before him then jesus said to them do not be afraid go and tell my brothers to set out for galilee and they shall see me there while they were still on their way some of the guard came into the city and reported to the chief priests everything that had happened so they and the counsellors met and after holding a consultation gave a large sum of money to the soldiers and told them to say that his disciples came in the night and stole him while they were asleep and should this matter come before the governor they added we will satisfy him and see that you have nothing to fear so the soldiers took the money and did as they were instructed and this story has been current among the jews from that day to this the eleven disciples went to galilee to the mountain where jesus told them to meet him and when they saw him they bowed to the ground before him although some felt doubtful then jesus came up and spoke to them thus all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me therefore go and make disciples of all the nations baptizing them into the faith of the father the son and the holy spirit and teaching them to lay to heart all the commands that i have given you and remember i myself am with you every day until the close of the age end of chapters 23 through 28 end of the gospel of matthew